0: Hello, hello. How are you today? I am coming to you just to kind of speak about um, the willingness to be nosy. Um, I just want people to understand that, you know, connecting to understand that there's a different form of, um, you know, concern as far as like people wanting to know your business and people pretty much trying to find out what's going on with you to be helpful. So that's pretty much what, uh, you know, what we're going to talk about today um, is just how nosy are people um, in our, do they have your best interest at heart? Like we're just trying to figure that out because we know like right now dealing with the whole COVID-19 that, you know, we're unable to see certain people. So we are most definitely um, stalking their uh, social media pages um, to see what and who and what's going on with them. But it comes down to a point of if somebody contacts you multiple times, um, is, is that, you know, them being concerned? Or is it them trying to find out like, hey, you know, what's going on? Like, I haven't talk to you in a while but you know I'm concerned about your well-being but on the other hand I am really still trying to figure out like what is going on in your life right now because we're out of touch and um that's the thing when it comes down to mental health so there's never a point of crossing the line there's never a point where you're being too pushy and there's never a point to where you're doing something and it's not out of love and concern. So when it comes down to that, you pretty much have to understand that, for one, that population is, you know, very, very, very delicate because of the situations that, that they have going on to begin with. And it's pretty much just like, you know, you want to know, hey, I haven't seen you, you know, in two or three weeks. You know, like, let me know what's going on with you. Is it anything that I can help you with? Um, You know, is there anything you're struggling with? You know, just let me know. I just, I want to know where your head is. And it's kind of like, knowing where a person's head is, it's giving you some type of direction to understand what that person may be going through. So it's almost like you say, hey, what's going on? Oh, nothing much. Um, you know, how have you been? Oh, I've been good. Um, and then the person gets dead quiet, silence, nothing at all. So you're thinking like, should I ask something else? Or what should I do exactly? And it's like in that moment where there's that awkward silence, you try to figure out what to say next. And that's how it happens when you're dealing with someone that's suffering from anxiety, suffering from depression, is having suicidal thoughts. You have that awkward moment. So you have that awkward silence to where you feel... If that person asks me one more question, that can kind of probe me to let them know exactly how I'm feeling. And these are the things that I'm hoping, you know, people are trying to do, um, and not saying that everybody is mental health trained, um, you don't have to be, um, an expert when it comes to knowing when there's something wrong with someone. And as close as we say we are to people, how close are you? Like are you close enough to where you'll have an open discussion with the person and say, "Hey, you know what? You haven't been yourself lately. Um I've noticed that you've been, you know, you know, involved in some erratic behavior. Um I noticed that you've been putting some, you know, some crazy things on social media, I just want to ask you, like, what are you thinking about? Are you thinking about committing suicide? Is there something going on with you that I need to be concerned about? Do we need to create some type of safety plan to keep you safe? These are things that you have to ask. We cannot go around the subject because we have to be more direct when it comes to things like this. Because if you're not direct with me, what makes you think that that person that's suffering is going to be direct with you? So it's just like you have to be comfortable enough to ask somebody, hey, is this what you're thinking about? And if that's the case, what can I do to help you? What would be your next step in the whole process? So that's where I I get a little... I wouldn't even say like shaken up, but I just get really, really confused when you have people saying that, if I would have known, I would have tried to do something. Or I could have done something else if I had known. But the thing is, there's often signs there It's often signs. It's just that we don't take the time to figure out what they are because we're so focused on ourselves. So it's often I have a best friend who's near and dear to me. So if they're struggling with something, my responsibility as a friend is to find out what I can do to help that person out. What can I do to get you back to your old self? So these are the things that, you know, there's missing links in between the whole process of someone being concerned about you and caring about your well-being versus somebody truly staying connected with you. And that's where... There's such a breakdown because we have so many people that are focused on social media about all the negativity, all of the drama that it outweighs when someone really, really is screaming out for help. So we pretty much go past that and we're just like, oh yeah, I can't be bothered with that right now because it's not really... In my radar and oftentimes we've seen that some people have posted things due to them having a lack of um uh, a lack of that whole social environment because they're lacking the things that they once had so it's like their approach is totally different and it's like what can I do to get somebody to pay attention to me? And yes, that has happened to where you don't know if something's real or if somebody's doing something just for attention. But with me, I don't take any of those things lightly because it could be an underlining issue that maybe I'm doing all of these things because I'm seeking attention or it could be that I'm doing all of these things and seeking attention because I need help and I don't know how to ask. And I'm fearful of that because I feel that if I tell somebody what's going on with me, they'll judge me. And that's the thing. So you have so many people in fear of being judged of their, their mental health status that they shut down. They isolate themselves and they don't communicate. And that's what we don't want. And I would definitely say that with me being a suicide survivor, it's very, very difficult to get to a point in your life to where you feel that you have a good support system. And that's what a lot of people are lacking, not having good support systems. And and, and I, I get so heartbroken because the system sometimes fails us and we have family and friends that fell us. So what happens when you have been let down multiple times? You completely shut down. You completely shut down. And this is what I want you guys to know that there are so many, so many obstacles that can impact a person's life. We have to figure out a way to connect and reconnect and plan and help create a positive environment for those that are struggling that they feel comfortable. This is just that there are so many that are impacted each and every day um, with the fear of their financial situations, their fear of not having health insurance, their fear of being sent to jail their fear of getting their kids taken away from them all because they don't have a good support system because they were failed and I just want to just you know come back and just go back to where I started from was with um you know us talking about you know the willingness to be nosy and I just want to say when it comes down to someone saying you're being nosy, you you often think of that neighbor that stayed across from you when you were younger that knew every single thing that happened on your block. And I wouldn't say that that was a nosy person. That person took the time and the effort to find out what was going on with people on, in the neighborhood. Whether it be that you didn't like that that person was in your business, but when it came down to any type of trauma or any accidents or any break-ins that that neighbor knew because they were on the lookout. So anybody's willingness to be nosy sometimes, I will most definitely say that it's for a reason. It may not be a good reason, But sometimes it is so we have to look at it on both sides that it can be a positive and a negative But just to let you know that people's willingness to be nosy sometimes can be helpful to us And it can help get us to where we need to be whether we like it or not Because if there weren't any nosy people in the world We wouldn't have the news because that's what they do. They report things that they hear about. They report things that people give to them. So, with that being said, if somebody's giving you some information that you feel that's gossip, or you feel that is something that may be detrimental to a person's life, reach out to them and find out for yourself what's really going on and how you can help that individual. And I just want to say before I go that there is always hope after tomorrow. Please understand that and believe it. And it was so great, so great just speaking to you guys briefly today. And I want you all to have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful day. Thank you.